Life is sweet. Let it sweep you off your feet. Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, I'm Allie, and this is Find Your Joy, and won't we be having fun today? Today, we have the fabulous, the marvelous Maria Mays, and Maria is here to talk to us all about chakras and Chardonnay, and if that name doesn't have piqued your interest, I don't know what will. (laughs) Hi, Maria, and welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Allie. So I'm really grateful to be here. And yes, so Chakras and Chardonnay is a podcast that is just launching. Um, and it really is apropos that we're having this conversation because it really is all about joy. Meaning mm. that um, I'm a meditation teacher as well as a teacher of Ayurvedic lifestyle and a well-being coach. And so I mentor people individually, but also do a lot of work in small businesses, helping them bring stress management techniques into the workplace. And what I found is there's all these amazing teachings out there, but oftentimes it's just too far out for us. It's too far out of reach or it seems kind of stuffy or a little too woo-woo or what have you. What I try to do is really condense the teachings into really practical steps you can put in your life and Mm. then keep it fun. And so, um, you know, with the, the Chardonnay piece of that, I've been in the wine industry for over 20 years as well, educating in a beautiful boutique tasting room. But I wasn't always mindful about my consumption. Personally, I used to numb my anxiety with wine. But through my own journey, I kind of went from self-medicating to meditating. And mm-hmm. now that's part of what I intend with the offering of the podcast is just to drop you some you know, teachings and tips that can help you liberate yourself from unconscious patterns, like unconsciously hitting the wine fridge every night on autopilot and step into more mindful enjoyment where it's intentional, where it's mindful and where some days maybe it's no, I'm not going to have a glass of wine. And other days, maybe I'm going to really explore the flavors and the smells of this particular wine. So, so yeah, I'm grateful. um, Just grateful to share this time with you. Oh, I love that. And I and I love that it looks at just being really open and enjoying all that's out there, everything that's offered. And I know myself, the more I've gone to wine tastings and things like that, it changed how I saw wine. Because before it was, you just find a good bottle, maybe it's on sale and away we go. Sure. When you're around someone who's an actual sommelier, we have friends who are, and it changed everything about how wine was for me. It changed how I would consume it. It changed the flavors of it. It how what I was looking for in a bottle of wine or a glass of wine. Like you, I changed my from a bottle to a glass a while ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's wonderful. So now the chakra part, how how tell me a little bit about how you blend and bring yeah, all that together. So you know it this came about about um so I my background was in the technology world. So very high stress positions um and was in that for over 20 years, but started offering 
um, yoga classes after getting a yoga certification about five years ago, just to pay some healing forward, right? Mm. And I was exposed to chakras much earlier than that, actually by a therapist about, oh God, 15, 16 years ago. I wasn't really interested in exploring more. It was just at a period of my life where I just wanted to get a quick fix, right? I just needed to step out of a very difficult time um, through, you know, the work that I was doing with my therapist, but it set a seed in me, the chakras mm. thing. And um, fast forward to today, as a result of the pandemic, I decided to pivot and step into my purpose work and really take these additional teachings that I had been certified in um, to um, to others rather than, um, you know, be on the, the other end needing them. Right. So and, and I still I practice what I preach. So everything that I use, whether it be chakra of activation, whether it be uh, yoga, whether it be breath work or a mantra meditation, those are tools that I use to keep myself uh mentally and physically um vibrant right because mm. um it's a daily practice right so all these things help me as a working parent and um and yeah so the 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 specific chakras and chardonnay i started teaching workshops a couple of years ago at a um beautiful boutique winery where i educate um in the tasting room a couple times a month and so what i found is if i can take these teachings and serve them up to you in a very approachable way and get you to think about just the whole consumption process, right? Or to get you to think of things in a little bit different way. It's just much more fun and approachable. And that can then plant a seed in you to then want to go explore more, whether it be meditation or yoga or whatever might be something that could really have a huge impact on your well-being. And so I have done that locally for several years now and had such great feedback um, off those that this podcast is a way to actually bring that to a larger audience so that more people can maybe benefit from um, from these teachings. So, Oh, I love that. And what I'm really, one of the things I really love about it is that it, it, um, like he said, the woo, I'm, you know, I'm quite a fan of the woo, as long as there's, you know, a science base with it and things like that, or maybe whatever, right? I, I'm, you know, unicorns and rainbows are my thing at times, for sure. But I, what I love <laughs> about it is that you're talking about um, the healthy consumption, and but not that a person has, sometimes I think people feel like they have to be one or I'm this or I'm that. I'm yeah. I'm into health and wholeness or I'm into going and having some wine with friends. And I think that's where we have these polar opposites where people get stuck in this place where they don't feel like, like what I, I can't do this if I do that. I love that you're bringing um, an inclusiveness that says we can do both, but both with balance. Yeah. You know, I appreciate you catching that because I actually, that's something that I had to come to personally within my journey in that Ooh. I was, I was feeling such a pull and a call that I really need to step more into this mindful tasting, the the wine industry. You need to really this this piece of self-medicating and alcohol and can we step into it mindfully was really pulling me. But I felt, well, how can I do that? I'm a meditation teacher. I'm a well-being coach. I'm all about health. And I really had to go through my journey, like revisit the good, the bad and the ugly come face to face with it all and see how I can be an example to liberate others. And that is 
I have been able to step into a mindful relationship where some days, some weeks, I don't drink at all, right? right. But then some days, yes, I want to enjoy a glass of wine and I can do it from a mindful level, a mindful lens, and I can do it with intentionality. So um, what I did is to develop a five-step process, uh, the Take Five Mindful Tasting process, and it starts with arriving, right? So a lot Mm -hmm. of times we go from one thing to the other, from work to home, from mom to, uh, you know, employer to whatever it might be, right? We're rush, 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 100 miles an hour. If we can pause to become present before we step into that consumption, whether it be you know, a cup of tea, whether it be a glass of wine, whether it be a bag of chips or the chocolate cake, that that's huge to have enough pause to just take a few breaths and to fully arrive that you're present then with that, which you consume. And then to step into intentionality of it. So something I ask myself and teach when I'm teaching others is what's the intention behind the sip, Mm. right? So For many a year, my unconscious intention was just to numb anxiety or to numb pain. There was no verbal stated intention, but there was certainly one there with my unconscious habit of just automatically going to that as the way to take the edge off at night. Um, So um, and then starting into the exploration. So those five S's that sommeliers would use, which I'm not a sommelier, um, but I've just, I leveraged the tips I've learned from different winemakers I've worked with and, and just working in the tasting room for years. Um, and so, yeah, to be able to then go into that exploring by really admiring what's in the glass and, mm. um, by exploring all the, uh, you know, the smells and the sights and the, the flavors and then finishing, as we say in the wine industry with a reflection, Right. So just being reflective in that. How did it leave me? Did I like the way it finished? Um, and do I have gratitude? Right. Always right. finishing up or reflecting with some gratitude is a big part of the process for me. So, yeah, uh, I really I what I appreciate that about that, too, is that it we stop and we think then wine tasting is about that right we stop and we think if i go with someone uh, um like back in the day i would say if i would go out with a girlfriend and i could be you know you could be a few glasses of wine in before i've even thought did i even like it did i even like whatever much like you numbing whatever was going on that i was and not even thinking about that Mm -hmm. if someone had said to me you're numbing something i would think I'm just sitting with a girlfriend having some wine. I don't really understand that. But what I love about this process is it, it, um, have a good wine and whatever that is for you, because we know from tastings that that could be, you know, many different levels of the wine, but, you know, have a good wine, have a good chocolate, enjoy whatever that is and really taste it fully and enjoy it fully and go for a walk. Do some yoga, do some meditation. I love the blending. I, I just find this very interesting that we're getting to a place now where it doesn't happen and not everything's black and white. Yeah, it really yes doesn't or happen. No, this or that, you know. And it, I, I really appreciate that point too, because, you know, in my own kind of conflict on that, you know, I had a look at, you know, I do have a very, uh, a being that's very well right? My being is very well because of all these daily practices that I put into place. And one Mm -hmm. of them is mindful consumption. But it doesn't mean that I've completely said I'll never have wine again. 
It is, I'm going to consciously step into it when I know that I'm not going to, it's not going to affect my sleep because I'm not going to drink it too late. I don't have anywhere right. to drive. I, I don't have, you know, all these different things that go into play, but I can only get there if I pause and become present. And the fastest mm. way to become present, whether it's for a family member, whether you're going to give a presentation, wherever you need presence, which is pretty much anywhere, right? right. Is to use the breath. So by taking five deeper than normal, slower than normal breath cycles, we will drop into a state of presence. And so that's Beautiful. really important to do. Um, anytime you sit down to consume anything, whether it be food, wine, coffee, or even media. Right. Well, that's a whole other, a whole nother <laughs> topic. Right? <laughs> we can, we can spend a lot of time there. Couldn't we? Yeah, that's for awesome. Sure, so tell sure. me a bit. So your podcast is coming out. It will probably by the time this airs, your yeah, podcast I'm sure, will yeah, be out. Yeah. The trailer is out on all the, on Apple, on Spotify, on all the platforms. So it's chakras and Chardonnay yeah. and you can go to chakras and Chardonnay.com um, or just hit my website, take five.health. Um, and you can find it there as well. So I work with folks uh, individually one-on-one. -on -one. I also do a lot of stress management for small businesses. So I really believe we can take these teachings right. out of the studio, out of the yoga studio, out of the meditation studio, and into the boardroom, into the conference room, and into the cocktail table. So that's what I help people do. That's beautiful. So um, just so everybody's clear, you're going to be listening to this amazing new uh, podcast <laughs> that's coming out. And if you're looking for ways to improve your health, mental health, physical health, whatever is going on, Maria is going to be able to help you through that too, because you're going to be able to contact her. Now, all of her uh, contact information is going to be in my show notes. And uh, this, I, I am so excited. What a pleasant, pleasant surprise this was today to meet Likewise. up with you. Uh, this is just fabulous. And I can't wait to listen to your podcast. <laughs> well, I'm really grateful. It's been such a pleasure to meet you, Allie. Definitely divine intervention to put us in this space at the same time. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks again, Maria. And to all our listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. And remember, go find ways to create your joy. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy. Find your joy.